Hello and welcome to today's edition of QUT News, Views and Spews. I'm Susan Hetherington and spewing with me today is... Danica Hill. Hello Danica, welcome back. Now you've brought a few very interesting things to the, the table but we'll start with the breaking news of the day. The... Decision to remove the tax on tampons. Yes. Not what, just tampons, but pads, menstrual cups, leak-proof underwear, bunch of sort of stuff like that. Excellent. Sorry, you know, this is family viewing time, and apparently such matters can only be discussed in code as secret women's business and so on. Maybe. 1999. 1999, we started the GST tax, and... The issue has been in the intervening 20 years that um, medical products have been exempted from tax, Mm -hmm. but apparently, according to the legislators, uh, tampons, pads, menstrual cups that I don't think existed then um, and the leak-proof undies, etc., are classified as cosmetic items. What in God's name do we think of that? I think that they sort of have a point. You've got your medical items and you've got your hygiene items <laughs> to a point. But, you know, you've got to realise sometimes hygiene is compulsory. Yes. So um, it, it's not really a discretionary item mm. at all, is it? Um, <laughs> if you're female. No. Yeah. I know, like, we've got this. So we've got this um, success. Yes. And straight after they're already right they're already like, Okay, now we're on to making like breastfeeding aids exempt from the GST. So they're still like still rolling on, next thing, next thing. Yeah, and look uh, to to a certain extent I think that the, the government of the day made a rod for its own back by making exemptions at all because in many countries there's a a consumption tax on everything, mm. but that people were adequately compensated. So you would get um, extra money in your pay packet and then there'd be a tax um, on everything. And I, I can see the argument for that because once you, as you say, once you start picking off things, where does it, where does it end? I mean, I could say that um, shampoo is a, a very necessary item also for whatever it, it be. But... Um, Really, I think that the abnormalities in this were very problematic for for women, frankly. Yes. And you're too young to, to remember, but going back when this tax was first mooted, there was a massive public outcry and we had politicians being splattered with red paint at, at um, election rallies. And for 19 years, the opponents of the tax have been, you know, never letting it go. It, it wanes a bit and then it's... It's back, so um, yay. Yeah, I think it's it is a real sort of it gets people going sort of issue over like maybe two dollars added to your purchases. Yeah, that you make like maybe like you buy it maybe like every three months. Like it's not a very no in in the terms of expenditure over a lifetime. It's the principle of the matter. It is absolutely it is. a a matter of of principle and. Um, I love a win on the grounds of principle. Mm. It, it makes me feel very happy, very, very happy. Well, well done, oh, oh, protesters. Now, in a in a, a a very strange segue, we're going to now move on 
to porn. Yep. And Nepal. What can you tell me about that? Um, they've pretty much they've decided to ban porn to the best of their ability. Mm-hmm. We know how that will go because there's too much sexual violence. And it's come, I think it happened in last month, but it's sort of come up now because one of their sort of journalist groups made a very sort of poignant report on it. And they were like, so you're not going to prosecute rape, but you'll ban porn. And that's yes. pretty much what they're going on about. Yeah, it's it's one of those interesting fields where you will find as many studies that link sexual violence to porn as those that say that that porn is actually part of the solution to to sexual violence that if people have a, a more positive outlet they are, mm. are less likely to be violent in much the same way as you can read as many studies about video games and their links to violence some of which will say there's no links some of which will say there's an absolutely clear irrefutable link um I just think that as as this study has shown or, or the outcome has shown that um, firstly, to the best of their ability, well, there is this thing called the World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? Uh, not in that name, but I think... Yeah, there, there, is, there is this thing called the internet. Yeah, you might be using it right now. I, I might be. Um my filter here at university might prevent that or not. Who knows? Um, that it is not like you can ban it in the way that you can ban the sale of videos or things from physical shops. Mm. I think it's going to be very difficult and very problematic and is attacking a symptom, not the cause and not the, the actual violent acts. Um, which seems to be what the journalists are suggesting, that you're really clamping down on the wrong people and the wrong things. Yeah. Well, Nepal's not exactly completely connected. So I think they still do rely on old school porn a bit. And they've also got friends in China who are quite good at regulating your internet. (laughs) Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, I'm not sure that I'd call Nepal and China great friends, but it depends on the day. They're around. Yeah. I know India tried this. And it lasted for about two weeks and the public outcry was just so much they completely relented. So it'll be interesting. Well, it's in, it's important that people have their porn because the storylines no, are, are, are terribly interesting. I love because, like, the Indian argument was, like, freedom of expression. It's like, we know what you're actually <laughs> yeah. about. We know what you're expressing, guys. We get it. We know why you're marching on the streets. Yeah, that's right. Uh, look... Uh, good luck. Yeah. Um, and shame that you're tackling the wrong I problem. I think, like, porn is a cultural product in a way. Yeah. You can't change porn until you change your culture. I think that's the core of the mismanagement. Yeah, and and that if your problem is sexual violence, then that is where your yeah. money and your mouth needs to be directed. Porn and not... is the mirror that's showing you the sexual violence yeah. in your culture. Yeah. yeah it's my it... opinion. Absolutely. Now let's just have a little listen to something I've prepared oh. earlier.
was very nearly quite lucky and nearly had a big payday because that's what she needs, poor struggling old Kylie. Mm. Uh, what's the story here? Um, pretty much more ABC sort of. Oh yeah, dirt coming they out. are they are digging the trenches yeah. at the ABC, aren't Going they? Going back into the email inbox and just pulling them all out. Apparently, um, ABC chair Justin Milne, Milne yep, um, was pretty keen on getting Kylie in for an ad campaign, and she was going to cost like about three hundred thousand dollars to the ABC to get her in, and he was like, "Yeah, sounds great," and um, the uh, lady. Oh, uh, our dismissed um, chairman. Yeah. Anyway, uh, is leaking this? Are we? I thought it was yeah, a bad. Well, apparently, idea. she hit the roof about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's the quote. And pretty much said, "Nah." Uh, yeah. More internal stuff. More, more internal. That there's nothing like airing a bit of dirty laundry in public, is there? Look, I think um, I love Kylie. I love the ABC, but. I also think that as a public broadcaster and someone supposedly not interested in in ratings and so on, it's pretty hard to justify an advertising campaign with anyone facing it that costs $300,000, no? See, I actually think ABC should really be advertising more. Because? I mean, it's sort of ridiculous that people don't know what goes on at the ABC. And the only time they'll run their ABC ads is on the ABC. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, they just don't go out of their house. Like, I would love to see a Four Corners ad, like, in the middle of 60 Minutes. Mm, like, could you imagine? But can you imagine 60 Channel 9 taking that ad? Probably not. But there is this thing called the internet where when you're yeah. doing catch-up TV on um, on your Nine Go app or your... Uh, whatever it m- might be, we could have a pop-up Kylie. Um, I'm wondering if Kylie is speaking to the right audience, though. Uh, you love her. You watch ABC. I know, but see, see, but see, there we go. That's already speaking to the bubble, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it more you that they need to be reaching out to? Me. I watch ABC quite a lot. Like They've already sort of got me. And that's that's through pretty much Triple J Yeah. as a kid. And then you're like, oh, what's going on? And then... You, know, you hear about it and then you sort of start following it a bit more. Yeah, well, I mean, as a journalism student, one would hope that you're watching the ABC, but it is not really a, a young person's house, uh, which is a shame because it does have some absolutely extraordinary, extraordinary um, copy on there. But anyway, we're not getting Kylie. She's going to have to struggle to. Yeah, to I think. What ended, together up, a, what ended up replacing it was that ABC Yours campaign. Yes. You now where they get like a few of the actors Norm, and they're like, oh, yeah. I remember the ABC. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. It's like I Sam watched, Neill and yes. someone else. And... I used to watch Bananas in Pajamas or other hard-hitting facts yeah. like that. Yeah. Those were hard-hitting days. Yeah. Uh, the rat in the hat. <laughs> yeah, none of that. That none taught of that me stuff. capitalism. Uh, <laughs> yeah, open wide, come inside. That play school, it's, yeah. it's disgusting. It's disgusting stuff. Speak of porn. Now, um, to, fi- to finish, we're going to finish with a sports story, which is really outside of my comfort zone, except uh, the NRL final and that shoulder. Cooper Cronk's shoulder and the and what a hero he was for playing with a broken scapula. Um, is it a good idea to glorify 
doing something that is so dangerously stupid for your body? Um, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Every time I saw it and saw how his sort of teammates were speaking about it, it's like, oh, you know, this man could go and have you know another few years in his career or he could have gone that badly injured that he'd just have to retire then. Like, it could have gone either way. It's gone the right way. Yeah. Because they... Because they, yeah. Like because his he teammates and... said that they knew he was so badly injured they were trying to keep the play away from him down the other side of the field. I just think that the football field in this instance is a workplace and mm. there are wor- there are occupational health and safety regulations that say on work sites certain behaviour is allowed and certain behaviour is not allowed. And I would have thought that on pretty much any other workplace having to take an almost maximum dose of painkillers before the match and then a top top up of anaesthetic at half time to the point that if you added any more he would start to to go all fuzzy and and lose control is um pretty dodgy mm. technical term duty of care really yeah there is a duty of care and it is in the end i know that people will think of it otherwise but it is in the end a football match um, it would be maybe different if you were pulling a, a child out of a burning building or something that is life and death. And I know for some people it's not life and death. It's more important than that on the on the football field. But I feel uncomfortable that we're, we're doing something dangerously stupid and, and um, you know, putting a, a, a medal of honour on, on someone mm. for it. I suppose at least he didn't get man of the match. Like, you got that, but... (laughs) Yeah, but he got man of the moment in some kind of measure, didn't he? Everyone's like, this will go down in sporting history. As as the grossestly most stupid act that's been... Well, it was... It's his decision at the end of the day. And there was medical advice, but mm, it is... It does make me feel uncomfortable, I admit. Anyway, I think we might be done for today. Oh, sweet. Thank you for your thoughts. Thank you for joining us, and we will catch you... All again soon. See ya.